Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Burt Show. All right, so we are about to start the Burt Show's Breaking and Entering Christmas. If you didn't hear a couple of minutes ago, we had Brenda on who really wants to help her sister out. You think you've had a bad year. Nah. Mm-hmm. Brenda's sister has had a really, really bad year. So much so that the inside of her apartment right now isn't filled with anything. It's not going to be filled with anything for Christmas. In fact, their kids don't even have beds to lay in. They're just pop-up air mattresses, right? Yeah, so um, Brenda nominated her sister for our breaking and entering. Abby, so excited. It's your first B&E. Welcome to the criminal club. (laughs) (laughs) So her sister has four beautiful kids, a daughter and three sons, and they live in an apartment with no beds. She is a single mom doing this all on her own with no child support. She's in college at night online. By December of next year, she will be the first one in their family to graduate with a four-year degree. And this past year has been tough. She lost her job in February, took six months to get another one. They've been trying to play catch up. She's been evicted out of multiple apartments, had a car repossessed. Their apartment is very, very bare. So we put Santa and his elves to the test. They've been working extra hard in uh, Santa's workshop. We got quite a bit of furniture to pack into this home (gasps) today. Yeah. So if you don't know how this works at some point or another, and we won't be there, we won't hear the payoff here, really. Brenda's sister will walk into this house that she is assuming has nothing in it and she'll open up the door and it's going to be a complete winter wonderland oh. that she never knew was coming. Not only that, there's going to be a dining room table. <gasps> nice. There's going to be benches for the kids to sit on. When the kids walk into their room, they're not going to see air mattresses on the floor. They're going to see bunk beds with real mattresses <laughs> and brand new bedding. They have no lighting in the rooms. They got them floor lamps for the bedroom. Their TV has been sitting on two storage tubs as a TV stand, we got them a real deal TV stand so they don't have to set their TV on these um, storage tubs anymore. That's just the furniture. Then we can start decorating for Christmas. They are going to walk into this apartment and Brenda's sister is going to check the keys. She's going to be like, how did I, what what place is it? This is not my place. We got stockings for everybody. There's, you know, tons of Christmas decorations, ornaments for the tree, gingerbread house kits, hot chocolate mugs and marshmallows. Mom's getting a Kroger gift card for food. Also getting a Visa gift card for additional needs. And then the kids, we have their Christmas list and they are getting everything they could ever want or deserve. It's so incredible. Tommy is outside of her apartment right now with a whole bunch of volunteers that want to help. So, hey, Tommy. Hey, guys. We are ready for breaking and entering 2023. Hey. How many elves you got there, Thomas? 14 elves. We have Elf Megan, Elf Amber, Elf Sheridan, Elf, Brandy, Libby, Molly, Michelle, Renee, Nancy, Nicole, Madison, Twee, Salama, and Jade. All right. <laughs> That's a lot of lady elves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got my DJ trailer full of stuff, and they're itching to get in here to get this in the apartment and get it all set up for this deserving family. Wow. All right. So paint a picture for us. Like, what does the apartment complex look like? Is everybody, like, single file? Everybody got stuff in hand? What does it look like? Right now, the door is down on the trailer. I did get that much done and everything's packed inside. We're ready to go to just start grabbing stuff and run into the apartment. I'm, okay. a, I'm assuming furniture is going to go first because it's going to take a little longer to set up those bunk beds. We're going to grab everything. We've got 14 people. I think we can grab everything in one run. Okay. Maybe two. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of like, stuff. You know- It sounds like there's 50 people out there. All right, man, go for it. Official countdown. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, go! They're running into the... Run, run, run. Don't quick, don't quick. They're running into the trailer. They're grabbing boxes. These are not light boxes either. Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And remind them, Tommy, that some of those boxes for the 11-year-old has a MetaQuest 2 VR set. Oh. So you don't want to drop that. Dang, what? That's fine. Uh-huh. 
There's very expensive things in there. <laughs> that was his translation. That was his translation. The youngest, like every young one needs, he's getting a new iPad. Did we forget Tommy's oxygen again this year? Uh, Tommy just go. opened the door. That's all he did. And he's winded. He might break himself. Everybody come in. I think we knocked over the neighbor's trash, so that's okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so just to kind of give you an idea what some of the kids are getting, right? So the oldest daughter, she's getting her some Nike LeBron basketball shoes. Nice. You know I love that. She's all about Hello Kitty. They got her a Hello Kitty tumbler. They got her a Hello Kitty keychain notebook, the whole nine yards. She's getting some new jogger pants, some new pajamas, a short puffer jacket. And then she's also going to get $100 to shop for clothes at her favorite store. Now, you guys, Aww. I want you just, again, to reflect. Like This family isn't expecting anything Nothing. at all. Mm-hmm. Getting one of these MetaQuests mm-hmm. or an iPad or something like that or Jordans? Yes. <laughs> the 15-year-old is getting the hookup so she can go do some shopping, which she's going to absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And then we have the three boys. Um, the 11-year-old's getting the MetaQuest 2 VR set. All the boys are getting Fortnite Blue Shock Dart Blasters so they can have, like, you know, Nerf battles yeah, Nerf together. Wars. He's getting a new basketball, some Lego Too Fast, Too Furious sets, Lego Minecraft set, and then the next Lego. son, who's eight, getting the Nintendo Switch Mario Kart Fire. Deluxe Bundle. Yes. Right? Sharper Image Drone. How cool is that? That is cool. <laughs> I still want one of those. Oh, the neighbors are going to love that. <laughs> Wait till you find out what's going on in those other apartments. He also wanted some Legos. He's getting a football. And then the littlest one, who's six, he's getting his brand new iPad. He's also getting some anime action figure sets, some Power Ranger action figure set, a light bright. They still play with well, those. They still make those. Wow. Crayons, markers. Of course, they all have stockings that are going to be stuffed to the brim with candy. And then, like I said, mom, she's going to be able to spend a little on herself. She's getting a hundred dollar Visa gift card. Um, also, a hundred bucks for the grocery store, so they can have something you know to fill that fridge with. And also, so she can like you know smell nice and feel nice and soft. Um, Fifty dollar gift card for Bath and Body Works. Ooh. So when Tommy is huffing and puffing, they're carrying all this stuff inside of the apartment. So Tommy, how's it looking right now? Everything's inside. They're already ripping into the boxes. Good. They're cutting the boxes open, ripping the tape apart. They've already got the dining room table out. They're putting the legs on already. They've already opened all the mattresses. The mattresses are out. These elves are moving at lightning <laughs> speed. They've already taken the TV stand out, and Elf Molly is putting the uh, end of the TV stand together. I almost knocked out Elf Nancy. Okay, be careful. <laughs> so, I want you to think about this. Last night, those kids slept on air mattresses. Tonight, they're going to be able to sleep in real beds with a real mattress. That's pretty incredible, man. That's priceless, man. Wow. I just walked into the bedroom. Now, mind you, this is a bedroom that's maybe uh, 12 by 15, maybe. All four kids sleeping here. They've been sleeping on air mattresses, but tonight they're going to have bunk beds. They've already got, (laughs) excuse me, all the pieces of the bunk beds out, and they are starting to assemble the bunk beds already. So we have the bunk beds, we have the mattresses, all of the sheet sets, they get new pillows, they all have their own comforter. It's going to look like a completely different bedroom. (laughs) They're going to be stunned. These are memory foam mattresses, so they are nice. These kids are going to love them. And they're going to (laughs) love, excuse me, I'm out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to love all the toys, too. Kristen, did you run down the toys? We've got boxes of toys already wrapped. They're going under the tree. We have extra ornaments for the tree. They're going on right now as well. We have other decorations that are going up to make it festive. And we even have decorative pillows again this year for the cow. That's <laughs> <laughs> incredible. Uh, why don't we get Brenda back on? She's right next to you. Yes. Hey, Brenda. Yes, I'm here. What's your take on what's going on right now? Oh, my goodness. It's so awesome. It's unbelievable. There's beds. Mm-hmm. There's an iPad. There's a dining room table. <laughs> Right. <laughs> did you have any idea? Were you expecting any of this? Like, I'm sure you thought Christmas decorations and gifts, but did you know like we were going to be bringing like full fledged mattresses? No, I couldn't even imagine in my wildest dreams how much stuff is coming in and 
how they're getting bed. Like, you just think that it's going to be, I'll call a couple of gifts and stuff. I'm so excited. Yeah, we don't do anything small. No. Um, <laughs> you know, all the meta and the iPad and all that stuff are nice bonus extras. But I don't think I realized when we started talking to you that all four were, were in the same room on these mattresses. Yes. So I've seen this effect on Burt's Big Adventure Kids, too, when we put them into beds. And it is a game changer. I mean, it really makes an apartment feel like a home. It's a total game changer. Exactly, exactly. They're going to come home to a home, somewhere where they can relax and feel really good about and enjoy all these super cool toys. I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> I'm beside myself right now. <laughs> what do you think your sister's reaction is going to be when she walks in that door? I have no idea, but I think we should have like a defibrillator or something on it. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing we forgot, it's a figulator. So we got to practice with you here, Brenda, because your sister's going to walk in there. I'm assuming you're not going to be there. And you'll be one of the first people that she's going to call. And you can't, like, tip her off that you had anything to do with it at all. So I want Abby here to play the part of your sister calling you confused but excited. And I want you to be just as like, I have, what? What? You have to play that part. All right, go, Abby. Brenda? Brenda, have you seen my apartment recently? No, I've been at work all day. What's going on? Brenda, you won't believe this. I just walked into my apartment. There are ornaments on the tree. There are gifts under the tree. My kids have beds. Beds, Brenda. And their memory foam. Brenda, have you ever laid on a Tempur-Pedic mattress? (laughs) Brenda, it's like a dim cloud in here. (laughs) I'm probably realistic, though. (laughs) Brenda, you got to get over here and feel these mattresses. My kids, my kids are going to sleep at night so soundly. Are you at the right place? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at my keys. I don't know who's, who replaced my apartment with this, but it's incredible. Did you know about this? I don't even know what you're talking about. You need to take pictures and show me. I have no idea what's going on. All right, sweet baby Jesus, I got to hang up. I'm going to send you these photos, and you got to get over here. You got to lay on this mattress, Brenda. <laughs> I love that Abby is so into the part. She's actually pretending like she's holding a phone. <laughs> the whole time. Yes. The whole time. Why her face. <laughs> hey, Brenda, really, really happy for you um, as a parent. I'm overjoyed, and I can only imagine the stress and the guilt that your sister might have been feeling that she couldn't provide or that she's doing the best that she can, but she always, you always want more for your kids. It sounds like she's just busting her ass to make everything so right for her kids, and it sounds like this is the perfect family to help out. So have a great Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas, and thank you, thank you, thank you. This is going to mean so much to them, and I just can't wait to see it all put together. <laughs> I wish I could say, I can't wait to see the pictures, but we'll never, never see, see the pictures. I know. I know. All right, Brenda, happy holidays. Have a great Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. All right, let's get Tommy back on. Yep. Thank you for buying me some time. I've caught my breath. Okay, good. <laughs> Sounds a lot better. <laughs> you too. <laughs> these elves, like I said, they are moving fast. They've pretty much got the dining room table together. They're working on one of the benches that goes with the table. The TV stand is almost put together. The second bench is almost put together. Okay, Tommy. Sitting in the bedroom. Yes. When it comes to furniture, it's not about speed. It's about accuracy. We don't need them coming in sitting on those benches. <laughs> Let me say that to the elves. Hey, elves, remember on the furniture, especially the stuff they have to sit on and lie on. It's not about speed. It's about accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see like them good hopping in the bunk beds and all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll double check the screws and make sure everything is tightened extra tight. Okay, perfect. Yeah, if you want to have cut some of your elves, yeah, just like lay on it and make sure like nothing, that would be awesome. We'll test drive them. And the gifts are all out. They're all under the tree. These kids are going to be ecstatic. Um, I have have to ask, did one of Santa's very special elves, Tracy, wrap the gifts again this year? Yes. The packaging is going to be... Oh, yeah, they look professionally wrapped. Yeah, they're like the gifts that you see at like Macy's or uh-huh. something, like the fake ones when there's uh-huh. really nothing in there, but mm-hmm. they're done flawlessly. That's what Tracy does. Yep. All right, Tommy. I would say, hey, check our website out. There's not going to be any mm-hmm. pictures. Nothing. And that's what the beauty, I think, of this also, because it's like true altruism. Mm-hmm. Like, we're never going to get thanked for this. This just feels good. It, it feels awesome. Just knowing those kids have real beds tonight, that's that is right the greatest there. feeling I think any of us could want. So... Thanks for loaning us your sleigh, Tommy. Elves, one more time. Make some noise. Make some noise. (laughs) That apartment complex. Just think about their neighbors. (laughs) He just got them evicted again. (laughs) 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 All right. It's the Bird Show's breaking and entering Christmas. The Bird Show.
time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. You know what? At least it's on brand. We know this about Leonardo DiCaprio. He doesn't date anybody over the age of 25. Mm -hmm. If your frontal lobe is fully developed, he wants nothing to do with you. (laughs) You can make full decisions for yourself as an adult. Uh -uh. Don't date him. So Leo reportedly went on a date with one of his exes half sisters. So 30 years ago, I guess Leo and Kate Moss dated and now he is dating her half sister reportedly who wasn't even born Get out of here. when he and Kate Ma- Moss were on a date. So she's Damn. 25 <laughs> and uh, they dated back in 1993. They were both 19 at the time. Now, I will say as a disclaimer, the British tabloids are the, one, are the ones reporting on this and they're saying it was a quote unquote secret date. So this could just be fodder made up by them, yeah. but if it is true, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's a there's party there's all kinds of party fouls there. So I know on paper for guys this probably sounds like an amazing life, right? That you're just going from one superficial relationship and having all this great sex with supermodels, one after the other after the other. Now, any guy listening right now is going, you're damn right. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, over the course of a life, don't you think that at some point it would just be like, I've done it all, I've seen it all, it's time for me to move on from this stage? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and doing the same woman type over and over and over again. <laughs> and, and expecting a different expecting response. expecting a different result, but he, this is where he lives. I, I And apparently he, he likes to live there, but I'm just like, it's oh, it's just so ick. Yeah, the insanity neighborhood must be nice if he keeps doing <laughs> it. I mean, every video I've ever seen of him in like a club in Miami, I mean, it's, I'm not gonna lie, a little sad to watch, but he does seem pretty happy. All right, so Mo, <laughs> what is your Leonardo DiCaprio um um, comparison, like as far as a woman goes, like a top tier, gorgeous celebrity, like who would that be for you? That just dates, like the way he no, no, does. No. Or I'm just... just asking somebody that you would find insanely attractive, that has like the status of Leonardo DiCaprio, like the woman version oh, wow. of Leonardo DiCaprio for you. Like so many women pine after him because of his looks and talent, et cetera. Who would that be for you? I ain't pining after Leo's looks at all. <laughs> Maybe it's money. Not anymore. He used to be, I mean. Back in the day for yeah. sure. That is a tough question. Um, Beyonce maybe? Okay, mm-hmm. so you have... Um, you are the younger half-brother. Your older brother dated Beyonce. Now, flash forward 20 years, she wants to date you. Do you date Beyonce, who used to date your brother? And it's Beyonce? And it's Beyonce. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm pissed if you don't. <laughs> yeah. The thing with Leonardo, though, is, you know, I heard this cliche a long time ago, is that you never want to be the oldest one in the club, mm-hmm. right? And now when you take a look at him in Vegas and New York and you look around and you look and see who he's hanging out, he's definitely the oldest one in the club. I know, and I, I hate to be like, oh, there should be a limit on when you stop going out because I, I do think, you know, you should be able to enjoy yourself no matter the age, but it is kind of getting to a point where I'm seeing TikToks of him again at like Live in Miami and it just looks like he's at a frat party and, and you would think at some point that you would want to grow up to, you know, the mature part of Hollywood, you know, the mature Hollywood cocktail clubs, but yeah, he's happy in, in Insanity Lane. <laughs> I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I do know some men personally that I don't think they'll ever get over them. Is that right? They just won't get tired of it. I don't know if it's the freedom of it. I don't know if they just uh, don't like the commitment aspect of of being with somebody, like one person, but it just doesn't get older. That part I understand, but the going out constantly at this and being around so many people and drinking so much every single night, you would think at some point your body and mind would just go, I've seen, I've heard, I've drank it all. There's an expiration date on it, but there are few dudes that can do it their entire lives. And I feel with a person of that stature, you'd rather like surround yourself with people you genuinely want to be around and enjoy their company rather than be filled with a club of superficial people that are only wanting to be seen with you because of who you are. Um, 
Yeah. It's got to be the intoxication of, I mean, and it is exciting. You know, waking up next to somebody new is exciting, right? So there's got to be this intoxication for him, this ego thing of like, okay, I got another one. She's this young. I'm waking up next to five different women on five different days that are all different. For him, this is his drug right Mm -hmm. here. Well, I've always wondered that with, with celebrities, when you have a certain status and a certain amount of money, like how do you learn to tell yourself no? Like how do you have that self-discipline when there's really nobody telling you no? There's no reason. I mean, there's no reason why he wouldn't, couldn't date somebody who's 25, except for the fact that it's, uh, it's just cringy to everybody else. And it's become such a pattern for him that I wonder, and this is maybe a little bit dark, but I've seen people on TikTok, like guys with podcasts talk about how they specifically like to date younger women because they're a little bit easier to mold. And (laughs) it's, it's raising some red flags for me for Leo. You would think your body would just give out <laughs> at some point. We had Tommy Lee in here years ago, and back then I think he was in his late 40s, early 50s or something like that. He came in here, shake. I partied with him the night before, and I was in, ama- this guy's a Hall of Famer. And I'm like, how is he even still standing up and doing that every single night? Seriously. All right, he's apologizing to a fan after she was sued by his team for $250,000. I'll tell you how Luke Combs is making things right with a fan on your next eBuzz on the Burt Show. Hey, the Burt Show. So, <laughs> Cassie, I, I think that the subject matter of our texting tutor is going to be exhaustive for you this week. Um, based on the caller we had a couple of days ago, in which we had to focus on weights and what'd you call it? Fat phobia? Fat phobia, yes. Fat phobia. Uh, you know, it took up two segments, and it's exhaustive. It's emotional, right? And here we are having to deal with not a similar issue, but a weight issue. And it is a woman that is concerned about her fiancé and needs to address some weight loss with him. Okay. Hello, Courtney. Hello, how are you? Good. I'm good. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm fine it's just i'm not exactly sure you know how to address this yeah okay so um courtney here wants our help texting her husband go ahead and take it from here her soon to be Um, husband her fiance her soon to be husband yep thank you yes well so my soon to be husband he is you know he's always been pretty healthy but recently in the past few months he's gained like i would say about 25 pounds i don't know if he's stressed or overwhelmed Uh, you know a lot of times usually people leading up to weddings are you know trying to look their best selves and it seems the opposite has happened and you know i don't have anything against it it's more i'm worried about his health especially if he keeps going in that direction rather than you know maintaining and staying at the weight he was or you know I'm just worried um especially you know we're getting married I I I don't want to head on this track of like unhealthy living Mm -hmm. um and he's never been like this like this has always been his health has always been a priority for him and then uh sometime over the last year this has not been a priority for him yeah, and I don't know if that's the exact amount. It could be more, um, but I haven't mentioned anything. I just, I don't really know what to do. So what are the, some of the things that he's doing that are unhealthy? I mean, you know, at, when we're watching TV at night, he's eating a bag of chips or ice cream or every night. You know, it's one thing if you're like, ooh, I'm going to have a bag of chips for a snack today or, ooh, I'm going to have a little ice cream today. But to do it every night, it really results in, you know, extra weight. Is that, more, is that um, how it works? <laughs> so, I mean, I think For some it, people, I think it's one thing to address the unhealthy behaviors and drastic changes. Like if you went from not binging or eating uh, a whole bag of chips or a pint of ice cream every night to doing that every night, that is definitely something that would like raise a red flag for me as a partner and that something's going on. But I also want you to be honest with yourself because you've mentioned weight several times. If you care about the health, you need to address the unhealthy behaviors but you keep saying, and that leads to weight gain. And you mm-hmm. would think you would want to look your best because fat's bad You're going into your wedding. So I want you to also be really honest with yourself. Are you doing this 
for his health or is a little part of you also doing this because you don't want your fiance to look overweight in your wedding photos or is it both okay it's definitely both i can admit that okay um yeah i mean this is our wedding we are i feel uh, like we are supposed to look our best okay well our, i think for our purposes we should focus on the health part of it and then okay you absolutely can, you can deal with the superficiality of the pictures on your own term can i can i say what i always say no. This is not a conversation for text. I said no. I wouldn't say it anyway. Like, this is a deeply personal issue. Yeah. Whether you're telling it to a man or a woman, no. I just... <laughs> what if we started doing phone call tutoring and we did three-way calls and we just fed them the messages? <laughs> this is probably one that you should have with them face-to-face, but I understand that it's uncomfortable. You don't know the, the words to use. And I am sort of glad that Cassie's here to help you through this if we are focusing on the health part and not the aesthetic part even though i can see in her face she wants no part of this. yeah i don't because we talked the other day we're like well you know i think a couple of days ago it was something what do you want people to know and this is part of the disrespect of fat people honestly it's just again nothing wrong with talking to your partner about health and yes eating unhealthy foods can lead to weight gain but the weight gain is not the problem it's the health part that's the issue and so when uh, and you have a mentality that everyone has, so I'm not trying to come down on you at all. Sweating for the wedding is a totally big thing. And people say, I want to look my best. Well, it reinforces the fact that if you're overweight, you look like crap. And that's an unfair categorization. And that, again, you don't mean to, but it dismisses people who are fat and overweight as less than, as not good, not part of the mainstream. So genuinely... I wish you the best, and you sound like you really care about your fiancé, but I don't want to have any part in helping somebody tell their partner that they're not good enough for their wedding photos because of their weight. Yeah, I feel like this conversation with your your fiancé doesn't need to be about the weight gain. It's one, it's one thing to notice a change in behaviors. Like if he, like you've known him a certain way the entire time you've been together and then you get engaged and then a couple months later his behaviors are changing and he's doing things differently that may or may not affect his weight. Even if it was somebody who lost 25 pounds yeah, rapidly. That's a lot in a small period of time. It is. So I see no issue. If this is the man that you love and are going to marry, you need to be able to sit down and be like, hey, I've just noticed that... You're acting differently. I just want to make sure everything's okay, if there's anything you want to talk about. Um, But I just couldn't help but notice these new behaviors. Hey, Courtney, can I put you on hold for just one second? Of course. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to talk about you, and then I'm going to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) In the interest of honesty. Okay. Do we want to take this one on? Um, look, it's been he- <laughs> it's been heavy this week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't comment on the weight of our conversation. There's so many other words that we can get right yeah. there. Yeah. It was already out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> look, we've gone down this path in a really serious way this week, um, and I want to respect Cassie on this. Uh, it seems to me like Kristen, uh, based on the timing of it also, and you know what? To her credit, she said the truth, which was that this has a lot to do with aesthetics also, and we can't take that back. So I'm going to put it in your guys' court if you guys want to do this this week, or have we already already covered this, and it's too triggering, and it's just we've been there, and it doesn't feel right to you guys. I will kick off with saying this is a conversation that you need to have. I don't, she's, I don't begrudge she's not her. With us right now. I know. I don't begrudge her for wanting to have like a conversation with him if she's noticed like significant changes. I actually listening to her. I do think it's more about the aesthetics than the health aspect of it. And I just think this is a bad idea all the way around to try to have this conversation via text. This is a person that you're going to marry and spend the rest of your life with. You need to be able to have tough conversations, and that starts before you walk down the aisle. Cassie, wondering how you're feeling about this. (laughs) For me, this falls under the category of I don't like... I'm scared of overweightness and I hate fatness, but I'm going to guys that under I care about your health. Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, both things can be true. She, You absolutely can care about your partner's health and you should comment on it if you think that they're going down an unhealthy, dangerous path. Like Kristen said, it's a tough conversation. But for this one, if you guys want to do it, fine. But I'm going to bow out of giving advice on this one because I just don't feel like the motivation is 100 percent 
in the area that I would feel comfortable endorsing, you're, which you're, is a health conversation. You're tapped out of doing the Lord's work this week, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I just don't want to support so- that, and I yeah. don't want to support someone who wants to yeah. tell their fiancé to lose weight for the wedding, essentially. So let's do this. Uh, can I make a decision as a team here? Like, if we got two people well, here that aren't comfortable with Abby. it. Yeah, yeah what are we, shop liver? I just have a hard stance. I just we all need to be a strong take, Abby. Get it to him. You know what? I- <laughs> you don't have one, do you? <laughs> Listen, I feel like we've had this conversation a hundred times where we're going to be dancing around the subject of, you know, she's really worried about how he's going to look and we got to bring up the health thing and then her heart's not going to be in it, our heart's not going to be in it, the fiancé's going to end up feeling bad about himself and we're going to end this texting tutor going, oh, I don't feel good about that. We should have mm-hmm. a phone call tutor, so. Uh-huh. It, it definitely feels like really bad timing for this to be the, what we tackle right now. I completely agree with what Kristen said. I think she said it beautifully. I'm on board with whatever you want to do. I support us either way, but yeah, it, it certainly feels like it will be a little icky. Okay, let me bail on this. Hold on. Hey, Courtney? Hello? Yeah. Um, yeah, hi. We are going to go ahead and skip on this texting tutor. For, your timing is just really bad. Um, I think we have covered a lot of this over the course of the last couple of days. And what you're asking us to do doesn't feel authentic to most of us here in studio. So I think as a team, we don't normally do this. But I think we're going to have to bail on this texting tutor. And Kristen wants to advise you to have this conversation straight up with your fiance. Yeah, Courtney, if this is a man okay. you're going to marry... Um, you're, you should be able to have tough conversations in person, and that should start before you walk down the aisle. And it, and if you are genuinely concerned about his health, which I think you are, if you've seen um, a change in his behavior, then you should be able to go to him and be like, hey, babe, I've noticed this. I just want to check in on you. And if you come at it from a place of caring, um, hopefully it will be received well. I hope you can respect that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hear you. Um Okay. I know. I wasn't expecting that this morning, but um, it's not easy being denied. Sorry. (laughs) I've I've gotten used to it. (laughs) (laughs) It It's not easy being rejected. It gets better with time. (laughs) 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 Uh, Please have the face to face with Anna. I'm sorry we couldn't help you out this morning. Yeah, thank you. I will, and hopefully I won't be back if like there's any drama. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. You feel good about that? I do. Yeah. Okay. I feel like my weight's been lifted. <laughs> hey, the bird show. She accidentally found out what her husband is getting her for Christmas on the phone, and now she's wondering if she should lie or just come clean and say, "Look, I know what you're doing." We'll get to her here in just one second. Um, do you guys want to hear something that I know is cringe-worthy? I mean, literally, physically cringe-worthy. Like you're gonna go, "Oh, well, yeah, duh." Uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Mo left the show about 35 minutes ago. Which is better than me that left on Tuesday. (laughs) We're good to go. I don't think we have a choice in this. I think we have to listen. (laughs) This one blew me away this morning. I think I literally screamed when I read it. Um, So dude's driving down the road. He's in Scotland in his car, right? And for whatever reason. Come on, William Wallace, do it in your Scotland voice. Um, how do you say dude in Scottish? Driving down the road, <laughs> scrolling, <laughs> right? minding his own business. Uh, when he feels like he's got to sneeze, right? But he's one of these guys that doesn't like to sneeze loudly, so he holds it in. That's what I do. Do you? I, ha- I go ahead. I do like yeah. these, like when he's like. Yeah, not after this. So, um, dude closes his mouth and he pinches his nose. I guess. Why do you do that? Uh, he didn't want. I don't know. It's not all over the place. I don't know if there were people in the car or whatever, but that was his way of holding this uh, sneeze in. So he goes to sneeze, holds his mouth, pinches his nose, and tears a hole in his throat. <gasps> what? No, you're lying. Come on. Uh-uh. You're lying. There's no way. It's not possible. It is not possible. <laughs> it is possible. What was he doing with his throat that caused so much damage that one sneeze was the last straw? Yeah, his throat was already down bad. Yeah. This, is not, this is not the first time this has happened. He shows up at a hospital. He's got severe pain. Uh, and a scan showed a two-millimeter tear in his <gasps> windpipe. He was not the throat goat. <laughs> <laughs> it is called a spontaneous tracheal perforation. <laughs> you want to you let that one wash over you for a second while, while I continue? I've never heard anybody say that before. It's amazing. You never heard throat goat? No. 
Oh, well, that's I the thing. I am innocent. Oh. <laughs> Abby is not. No. It's 9 a.m. <laughs> this story says it rarely happens, but it does in a handful of cases. Dude ended up being fined. Didn't even need surgery. They gave him some painkillers. That's how I imagine it is in Scotland. Like, get out! But, you know, like... Yeah, put some dirt on it. I shot a scotch and on your way. (laughs) They gave him some painkillers and the tear healed itself within just a a few weeks. Oh, a tear in your... A sneeze is like 100 miles an hour or something crazy like that. So it makes sense. (laughs) So you'll never be doing that again. Okay. Okay. I'll just pee myself then. I'd rather you do that. Hey, Dana, good morning. Oh, good morning. Hi, thank you for taking my call. You are welcome. All right, so you're wondering if you have to put on, like, an Academy Award um, performance for your husband now that you know what you're getting? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, so I overheard him on the phone, and he, he was saying that his Christmas shopping's done this year, and he was like, oh, Dana's made it easy for me. She's been dropping hints for months. Um, like, I have not been dropping hints about what I want. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. And the only thing I can think is that I've mentioned a few times, okay, maybe a lot of times, that um, our dishwasher is busted. And that is not something I want for a Christmas gift. I mean, it doesn't work. He is so cheap that he just tries to keep fixing it, and it is not working. So Thanksgiving, I end up cooking everything, and then I have to wash all the dishes because the dishwasher doesn't work. And I may have, like, Maybe um, yelled something like, you didn't be on dishwasher already. But I was frustrated, okay? So I think he might be getting me a dishwasher, and I don't want that for Christmas. That is just a crap present. Mm-hmm. So should I just tell him, like, I think I know what you're doing, or should I, you know, take the high road and be, you know, grateful and, and wait and see? So this, uh, we sort of mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. this earlier this morning also, these practical Christmas presents that dudes interpret this very, very differently, right? He probably sees the need, sees that you've been frustrated with the dishwasher. So he thinks that he is doing the right thing. He's going to make you happy by providing this dishwasher. He really thinks like he's doing the right thing. The problem here is when you give a practical gift, if it's not, if the person that's receiving it is not a person that likes practical gifts, then while your intent might be good, it's going to be received really, really poorly. I think this one's an easy fix. I think you go to him and you say, hey, babe, um, I am thinking about budgets. We need a new dishwasher. I know it's not really a gift you would ever give anyone on Christmas, but that should that be our gift to each other this year ourselves is a dishwasher and spell it out that it's not a gift and reiterate like, you know, I'd never want to give you a dishwasher for Christmas because we just need one. But budget wise, is that what makes sense? I would say you have to craft that really, really carefully, because if he hears her say that that's not something that you would give anybody for Christmas, he may interpret that that. Oh my gosh, she's going to be so surprised because I got her this for Christmas. She's never going to see this coming. Well, then you can just say it's a really crappy Christmas gift. You have to say yeah, that. Yeah. You have to say that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call myself a hypocrite. Um, I bought my mother a dishwasher for Christmas this year. <laughs> did you really? I did. Did she yeah. ask for it? Um, well, yes. She wanted it. Uh, well, so when we went to go visit at Thanksgiving, her dishwasher has been broken for like six months. So Bart and I were just like, we're going to Lowe's. We're buying you a dishwasher. And my husband installed it. And she's like over the moon. So I feel like getting your mother a dishwasher is one thing. Getting your wife a dishwasher mm-hmm. isn't is a it's a whole different yeah. ball of wax. It's, are you going to benefit from the dishwasher, right? So yeah. if you benefit from it directly because you need it in your house, it's not a gift. Yeah, I, I agree with Kristen here. I don't think if you get anything for the house that we both use, that that is not a gift for me. That that's something that we just need in the house. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in this situation, I would get ahead of it. I would probably do what Cassie suggested and mention something about I know we need a dishwasher. Let's try to figure out a way to get one. But that's not a Christmas gift Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. But how do we know this is the only gift he's getting her? What if he happens to be getting her a dishwasher, but also, you know, maybe some nice jewelry, maybe a new outfit? Like, it could be something practical, but also maybe he's getting her something else with it, too. Dana, beat him to the punch. Go ahead and get a dishwasher this weekend. Oh, oh, how about that? I mean, I'm sure you all have access. So just take the credit card and go buy yourself a damn dishwasher. That's an idea. It's an idea. It's good because it's the only one we have. (laughs) The Burt Show. 
I can tell you things would be different in my house if I was doing the same thing that Amaya was doing, like uh, taking punches at my dad. <sighs> Santa would walk in my house and beat my ass. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> you and me kids, both. Kids, kids, yeah. that's not, Santa cannot lay hands on anyone. Um, nobody should lay hands on you. Sometimes Santa sticks and moves and gets out of there before the ring camera catches him. Um, Ted, let's just leave, let's leave disciplinary actions up to your parents or your guardians, whoever they may be. Man, I, I'm not able to dig you out of this one. <laughs> Even the caffeinated coffee I have this morning is not helping me get out of this. I would take one swing at my dad and woo, Santa. He could do anything he wanted to me, but in this case... Look, Amaya is out of hand. Yeah, she sees dad and starts punching him. And then she also refuses to listen to her mom and her dad. Then she's terrorizing Mixie, the cat. No, what? not that Mixie. Cat too. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Oh, now Abby's going to get in on it. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> you can hit your parents. Don't hit the cat. Yeah, this is why you should outsource to Santa to come over and beat his ass. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not going to do that, no, like they not. did it. Then you might as well call Santa and have Santa call Amaya and say, it's time to get together because right now you are on the naughty list. Hello? Ho, ho, ho. It's Santa calling for Amaya. Oh, hold on. Let me get Amaya. Hello? Ho, ho, ho. Amaya, it's Santa. How are you? Good. Good. Are you ready for Christmas? Yes. All right. Well, I'm calling because... There are a few little boys and girls across the world that are kind of teeter-tottering. Do you know what a teeter-totter is? No. It's like a seesaw. You're like, good one day, bad one day. Good one day, bad one day. <laughs> I want you more on the good teeter-totter. Okay. All right, so I wanted to talk to you about a few things, and we're going to make absolutely sure you're on the nice list come Christmas, okay? I will on the nice list. You're on the nice list? Yes. Well, you may think you are, but you're getting dangerously close to not being. Uh-oh. Uh-oh is right. So what I want you to do is listen to what I have to say, and I think you'll be okay, all right? Bye-bye. First question I have for you, are you in training for a big pay-per-view? Um, I don't know. Uh, you, you don't have a fight coming up? Oh, wait. Let me check. I know it's a Maya. Is your last name Mayweather? No. <laughs> Is it uh, Creed? No. Well, maybe you were training for a movie role. Because I'm looking at my Santa vision. I have cameras everywhere. And I see every single day, as soon as you see your dad, you punch him, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. Why do you punch your dad? I don't know. Are you just trying to get out some aggression? Yeah. I see mom and dad holding up a pillow, and they say, punch this instead. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, they hold up a pillow because they don't like getting punched. All right, so between now and Christmas, I need you to stop punching daddy and mommy, okay? Okay. Another thing, refusing to listen to your mom or dad and constantly arguing with them. What do you normally say when they say, Amaya, time to brush your teeth? You go brush your teeth right away. Yeah. How about? Yes. No. I'm looking at video right now, and it's you saying, I don't want. Does that sound more correct? Yes. All right. When mom and dad tells you it's time to brush your teeth, let's do that, okay? Okay. All right. How about when they say, Amaya, time to clean up your toys? What do you say? That's boring is what you say. (laughs) Well, what if you got extra points when you're playing on your video game for cleaning up your toys? Would you do it then? Yes. All right, well, next time just pretend you're playing Fortnite and that you're getting bonus points when mom and dad tells you to clean up your toys, okay? Okay. All right, let's talk about your cat, Mixie. Mixie, don't up the house. She tears up the house. Well, that may be true, but that's no reason to terrorize Mixie, okay? Because okay. I'm looking at my Santa vision, and I see you doing this several times. I'm seeing you wrap her up in covers, and then you... You lay on top of her. Do you do that? Santa doesn't like liars. Do you? Yes. Wow, you don't have to shout. How do you think the reindeer would feel if I wrapped them up in blankets and smothered them? 
Then they couldn't pull the sleigh. And then they would get lost. Yeah, they couldn't see. They'd be under covers. All right, repeat after me. I, I, Amaya, Amaya, will not wrap up Mixie. Wrap up that Mixie. And lay on top of her anymore. Lay on top of her anymore. All right. Now, let's talk about Baby Jay, your six-week-old little brother. Okay. I'm seeing you say this several times on camera, mind you. You're always saying, I don't want to be a big sister. Is that correct? Yes. Why don't you want to be a big sister? That makes me a good baby because it's always crying and it makes me have a headache. So baby brother's always crying and it makes you have a headache. Oh, I understand. Well, what what about if uh, if Sam, when Santa comes, what if I take baby Jay with me back to the North Pole and I could raise him as an elf? No! Why not? You don't want to be a big sister. I love him. He's cute. You love him and he's cute. But what about all that noise he makes when he's crying? Oh, you just wait till those teeth start coming in. That's going to be a doozy. You're going to say, man, I should have took up Santa. Baby Jay could be in the North Pole right now, elfing it up. So, oh, man. Let me just be clear. You don't want me to take him when I come, okay? Is that right? Yeah. Okay, I won't take him this time. Now, let's talk about stranger danger. Oh, strangers. When someone knocks on the door, what are you not supposed to do? Not open the door. Not open the door, especially when you don't know who it is. Did you open the door recently and not know who it was? Yes. Yes, you did. It ended up being who? Granny. Okay, it was Granny. You were safe this time, but what if it was Santa's nemesis on the other side, Krampus? Do I need to send Krampus to test you? No. Because I can. Do you know who Krampus is? No. That guy. I'm showing you a picture of Krampus. Do you want Krampus to knock on your door? No. Maybe Krampus can come and take baby Jay. No. All right, well, don't be opening the door when you don't know who's on the other side. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, if you can do all of those things, make all those corrections, I think you'll be okay. And you'll end up on the nice list. Okay? Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Well, I've got to go. Merry Christmas, Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Amaya. Bye. Bye. Hey. The Bird Show. You know when you're having like a Thanksgiving dinner and you're all sitting down, you're all blood family, you're sitting down or you're at Christmas dinner and mom stands up and says, okay, before we eat, we're all going to go around the room and say things that we're thankful for. That's what Kristen has planned right here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, I read The Bird Shows. Sorry. I got a frog in my throat. Hold on. <clears throat> Take your time. <sighs> okay. So earlier I read The Bird Show's holiday newsletter, right? And I asked you guys to send me your lowlights and your highlights of 2023. I had no intention of reading any of your highlights. That was just to make you feel a little bit better about all the crappy things that happened to you over the years. <laughs> or over this past year. It was pretty funny earlier. It was re- you did a really good job on that newsletter. Thank all of our lives suck. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to let everybody know out there, you're not alone. Um, however, one person's highlight touched me so much and I thought it was so beautifully written that I really wanted to cap today's show with what she wrote. And that came from our social media producer, Rebecca. So here's the deal. You wrote this. I am more than honored to read it on your behalf, but I want you to come over here and stand by me because I want you to be on camera because this is your (laughs) message, okay? Now, some of you are like, well, why isn't Rebecca reading her own letter? Well, you don't know the story. Yes. So the story is um, that Rebecca was diagnosed a few weeks back with tongue cancer. Was it been a few weeks or probably been over at least over a month, right? It's a little over a month now. A little over a month now. Um, she's had surgery to remove the tumor and the mass that was on her tongue. They did reconstruction surgery using a part of her muscle in her arm to put onto her tongue. She now has this booming tattoo on her tongue that used to be on her arm, which Badass. is crazy. Um, she's currently going through chemo and also radiation. So she's doing all the things uh, to make sure she comes out of this with a um, with a healthy bill, right? So here we go. This is what Rebecca wrote to everybody. 
My highlight is the amazing care I've received from my team of doctors and the overwhelming kindness and support I've received from family, friends, co-workers, and the Burt Show fam, who to this day send me incredible messages and continue to check up on me. The Burt Show and listeners have been with me on this journey since the very beginning. From Katie and Kaylee comforting me the second I received my labs in studio, to Abby hanging out with me and helping me have fun when it felt impossible, to Tommy, Kristen, and Mo constantly checking on me and messaging my family when I couldn't communicate, to Cassie making sure I was comfortable, supported, and going out of her way to be the kindest, best boss, to Bert who, if you're reading this, you already know is so generous, but has gone above and beyond for me to feel secure and cared for. I can't explain how much it means to me. And though I'm only halfway done with treatment, I will use this kindness to see me through to a clean bill of health. Amen to that. Wow. Big hugs, big yeah. hugs in studio. Yeah, it's been one hell of a year, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I take it as an honor. It's been one hell of a year for uh, some of the members of the Bird Show here. You know, we were going to go around the room. We don't have time to do it, but um, talk about the highlights that we were thinking about this year. And I'll say the same thing here that I said at our holiday party. Uh, well, there are two things for me. Uh, Abby joining the show um, was just a breath of fresh air and has been more than I had even expected. And the second thing is, uh, in, in circling back to Rebecca here, the way that, um, you guys don't see this and we don't talk about it a lot on the show, but the way that this staff has circled around those that really needed help throughout the year. Um, there was Rebecca, uh, Amber certainly needed it also when her mom passed away. There are other things we haven't come public with that other members of the show are struggling with also. And just that everybody stepped up. Nobody was, this is not mandatory. There's no email that went out to say, hey, you guys, you might want to check on Rebecca today. I know she'd really appreciate that. Everybody just did it. And that's what this show is all about. And that's what I'm most proud of. That was the, the, the highlight of my year is seeing that this is a real true team. And uh, Kaylee, what was the highlight of your year? <laughs> well, I don't know if it was the highlight of my year. Do, okay, how about this? Do you have a confession <laughs> you need to make to our studio director, Tommy, or show director, Tommy, excuse me. What? Because he hosted <laughs> our um, our Burt Show holiday party. Oh. He was kind enough to open up his phone. Oh, my home. God. Gracious enough. I mean. Oh, my man. God. Uh-huh. I totally forgot they were on there. What? And we just have a guest arrive last night. Perfect. That's exactly <laughs> what, what I wanted. Jackass. Hold on, Tommy. Wait. Well, hold on. So, Katie, first oh of all, I have a bone to pick God. with her because, so I, I decorated without permission Tommy's Christmas tree when what I was you, over there. What did you hang on Tommy's Christmas tree? A pair of testicles with a little <laughs> Santa hat on it. Is okay. it more than one on the tree? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so but as a, you know, you know the tradition where somebody has the hidden pickle on the Christmas tree, and the first person that finds it gets to open the first gift. Well, do you I got know what? nuts on my tree. <laughs> so, yes, you do. And Katie pointed oh them God. out as I was leaving to get in the fur bus. As we were all leaving, I saw Katie had direct Tommy's attention to the tree. Katie. And then, and Tommy then turned and gave me a death stare as I was walking out. And I just ignored it and kept leaving. I've totally forgotten about it. Damn. Everything's still there. Well, how but about this? God. I'm going to plant a seed with you. There's more. <laughs> There's a lot more. We're going to find them because I thank hope. God we're doing this segment right now because I've got my HOA meeting. The entire neighborhood <laughs> coming up for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> We shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> how, how many balls are in the house? Well, Tommy, I was in many rooms of your house. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.